No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. We are back with another episode of Con Air Radio, and of course, we are your hosts. We got R-Tab. That's me. We got Cameron, the film dropout. How's it going? And the uh, big fluff ball, Haggard Haggard himself. That's right. It's Jared. How is everybody doing this week? Very good. Very good. Good. Do anything special? I know Halloween just passed. Yeah. That was like what yesterday from yeah, recording. I, I passed it like a kidney stone. It was kind of painful. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing super special. It was, it was a solitary Halloween. It was a solitary, solitary. Halloween. Yeah, that, yeah, I've never like had someone to like go and do the Halloween with. So yeah, or it, it's been a long, long time. I always find myself not like having anyone to do anything with. So mm-hmm. I, I just stayed in and watched the first three episodes of Stranger Things two. Yeah. yeah, got that one completed already. <laughs> I, I haven't even started. No spoilers, please. I found a nice little rhythm. If I get, like when I watched season one again, I watched I think it was two episodes a night, or mm-hmm. no wait, f- the four episodes um, for two nights, and then now that it's nine, I was like, oh, I can just do three a night, and it'll be just real easy. Nice. I'm yeah. not hooked yet with season two yet. Not yet. No. I liked it. it I it'll, liked it'll, it. It'll happen from what I'm hearing. So it's 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 yeah, it's not hooked me yet. Like okay. season one, like I was f- all in by r- opening credits of first season of season one. Like it started, the credits started rolling, and you heard the music come in with the synth and everything. I'm like, I'm in. And and this t- this season, it's like, all right, well, let's just see what they're doing. Okay, get to it. <laughs> okay, well, uh, as as you saw, as we were talking about a little bit before before uh, hitting the record button. Uh, you saw my my Ghostbusters wasteland mashup outfit. I did. Yeah, I pretty much wore that at work all day. That was very interesting. What uh, interesting? How? Um, so sitting in the seats that I have to sit in, <laughs> I literally oh, wow. I, I had about an inch of space of butt on my chair. Yeah. Is that new? Yeah, that is. Okay. I have I have a very very beautifully big sized chair and yeah I could barely sit on it. Um, but yeah, I think I think it was pretty successful. Everybody liked it. I actually won. Did uh, people like get it? Yeah, people got it. Good, which is actually pretty good. Um, I actually got first place in the costume contest at work. Oh, congratulations! So that was pretty Sweet. cool. Uh, but yeah, if you guys definitely want to see that, of course you can always follow me at Haggard Hagrid on uh, Facebook, Haggard Hagrid cosplay, all that fun stuff. I on saw Instagram. it on the Instagram. Yes, yes on the Instagrams. Um, all right, so. Being that that was a mashup of two great films, you know, the, the Mad Max series and the Ghostbusters, we're going into the whole segue thing of we have somebody in the film industry that's sitting here, uh, sitting here at the table with us just waiting to, st- to speak with us. <laughs> we do. We yes. do. <laughs> so why don't you this, go ahead and introduce him? <laughs> this is uh, my friend Aaron Jin. Ginsburg. G- yeah, Ginsburg. That, that was close. That's close. I, I, I it's a you, mouthful. I, I massacre it every time. I massacre them all, but <laughs> <laughs> I like to call him Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, yes. I works. respond to that, yes. It works. Well, welcome to the show, Aaron. We're glad to have you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, um, being in the film industry, what, what, do you, what do you think of uh, everything that's going on lately with... Uh, uh, with are, are you really going to take that question yeah, from me? <laughs> Well, no, 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 it's no, all right. no, it's, no, it's no cool. not, not, not that question. 
not that question. I know which one you're talking about. All right. Uh-oh. Wish, J- wish I knew what one you're talking about. I'm not <laughs> sure. It's okay. Let we'll, it roll. we'll let him, we'll let let him go. But okay. w- w- what do you think of the current, uh, the current film scene? Just what, what's going on with movies that have been coming out and different things that you've seen lately. Um, I, I'm enjoying it, man. Most of the stuff I go out and see has to do with my, my seven, eight-year-old son. And yeah. So we're doing a lot of superhero movies and that kind of thing. And but uh, That's the best. Um, yeah. I went and saw Blade Runner the other day. And then, you know, All right. What did you think of Blade Runner? What did you think of Blade Runner? I actually enjoyed it. I felt like I was what it, I liked how it tied back to the first one with the music, the feel of it. Well, in some cases, even the pace. Um, I loved everything about it. I thought it was pretty flawless as a film like part of for me part of Blade Runner is its length Mm -hmm. and yeah it is long and I can make a million jokes about how long it is (laughs) Um, but it's not often when a movie comes along where you really get to saturate yourself with the atmosphere that it creates and Blade Runner executed that just right on the mark for me so I was fine to just sit in it and just you know take in all of it yeah, no, I enjoyed it, and I liked how how well they kept it tied to the first one. Like, if if, we, if I'd gone in and watched a bunch of explosions and nonstop action all the time and that kind of thing, I would have been right. very disappointed. And I think a lot of people were worried it was going to turn into that. Yeah. That's what I like about movies. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if it's got explosions and action and stuff, I'm happy. That's the only thing you like. <laughs> I know. My, <laughs> Michael Bay must be a wet dream for you. <laughs> God. I actually did like that last Transformer. <laughs> that was the worst of them. <laughs> I don't even think I saw it. Is that <laughs> like? Uh, well, I only saw it because it's a tradition between me and my friends, because uh, a friend of mine, because we went and saw the first Transformers, because he was into Transformers as a kid, uh-huh. and I kind of was aware of it, but not super into it. And I had dragged him to all the movies that I wanted to see, and so this was like his first one. So uh, we went, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I can. This is all right. I can get behind this." And then, of course, we went to go see the second one, and it was like, "Hmm." And it's like the third one came along, and it's like, well, like, we kind of got it now. <laughs> and then the fourth one came along, and it's like, even still, it's a tradition at this point. And after five, it was like, I, I think this, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very much like how my sisters all got named with H names. There, there's Heidi, Heather, Holly, Haley, Hope, and Hillary. And after the third one was an H, you just kind of had to go with it at that wait, point. Wait, it's like, wait, wait. Could you say that again, please? Heidi, Heather, Holly, Haley, Hope, and Hillary. Do you use that as a speech exercise before you're about I to do. do a it's, it's an acting thing before. We, yeah, I, I teach this in my acting classes and awesome. stuff. So wow. <laughs> so that's convenient. And we're not Mormon or Catholic either, just a couple of horny parents <laughs> that really enjoy doing things a lot throughout the year. So, you know. That, that, that's a good way to, to bring that up then. So. <laughs> See, back in Nova Scotia, that's what everyone used to do during the winter because there's you know, not much else you can do when you can't get out of your house. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I don't want to get off to topic too much, but at the same time, you've been in the, the film industry for a while, and I'm not going to try to steal anything from Cameron because he's got the <laughs> evil look going already. Uh, no, it's all right. How many, how many years have you been acting? Um, I've been acting uh, probably 12 years now, so probably on and off doing, doing some things, um, yeah, from commercials to feature films to shorts to you know a little bit of, to extra work, to <laughs> a little bit of everything at some point in time. Um, yeah, from westerns to you know rom coms to sci fi. Do you have a favorite genre you like to work in? Um, yeah, not really. No, okay. I just I, I enjoy getting dressed up. 
<laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> putting on p- costumes and, and uh, putting on somebody else's skin is a lot of fun. So Just tur- you know. turning into somebody else, that's the best part of it. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing with cosplay and stuff. You oh, do yeah. it because you get to turn into that person and to... To do something like that uh, is just—it's just a lot of fun, and to have it, you know, immortalized on film is, is kind of cool, unless it's a bad film. Yeah. Um, well, e- even then, a, a bad film is better than <laughs> being a, being on no film. Yes. Maybe this one pays. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but he gets paid to be cosplay, so that's kind of cool. That is true. That is yeah. true. I, ha- I haven't reached that point yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Eventually. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Anybody out there that wants to pay me for cosplay, let me know. We, do we have to start a Patreon page for you, too? I, I might. I might have to. Uh, everyone should have one of those. <laughs> yes. Great. Oh, so my big question, of course, is what's on everyone's mind when it comes to talking about Hollywood. What's What do you think about Harvey Weinstein? Oh, God. Harvey <laughs> <laughs> Like, in, but seriously though, have how you do you dated uh, Harvey? How do you <laughs> like how how do you think that's going to affect the industry in the long term? Because no one's really talking about that, and I've been asking that question to a couple of people. Like, what what do you think will the long term? Will it be good? Will there be more op- avenues for creative films to come in, or will there be kind of like a power vacuum where more studios will come in and say we're going to bot you know kind of block off the creativity a little bit? Um, I, I honestly have no idea. I mean, <laughs> that's you, cool. you look, I mean, it's like it's like saying, you know, who's who's going to be the next president? Is it going? Are they going to make a big deal? Is it going to make a lot of changes? Or mm-hmm. you know, uh, probably not. Yeah, Mark Cuban's you know, next president. Mark Cuban's <laughs> next president. That's I fantastic. Heard he, I heard he's going to run. Um, <laughs> I mean, my hope always is that there's going to be more creativity. But at the end of the day, it's it's a money game, and they got to you know they got to do what they believe is going to bring the most money. And too many times that means that they try to go back to old ideas and remake them in bad ways. And yeah, know. and going back to Blade Runner for a minute, I think that was another thing that was really surprising about it is what I was surprised at what they didn't do or what I was really worried they were going to do, which was a lot of like the wink, wink kind of, hey, remember this from the last movie yeah. type stuff? And everything that was referenced from the first, there was a reason for it to be there. It served the story and not the fan base, so that was another big strength of it. Yeah, I thought that was, I, I would agree with that, yeah. yeah. And so I, I think it is interesting what's going on in the industry as far as with Netflix and with uh, YouTube and, and some of the stuff that, with all the original content mm-hmm. that's coming out, and good content. I know, I, I'm surprised by the amount of really high production quality content yeah. I see on yeah. YouTube. I, I actually just, uh, just subscribed to YouTube Red, like I oh, got okay. a, I got a, like a three month free pass, so I'm checking it out. And the first thing I, I saw was uh, something called uh, Escape the Night. It's this really cool like dinner party uh, murder mystery type thing, but they're like actually playing games. There's like is that the Game Grump show? No. Okay, because I know they have yeah, a show they're, they're, now too. Some, there's something like that, but it's like um, pretty much the the ones that I saw. I actually caught the second season before the first season, but it's okay because they're two different different types of things. Um, but literally they get called into a dinner party and they have to play games to try to survive the night and they get eliminated and they, they have such awesome creatures, mm-hmm. uh, costumes, makeup, just everything that I've seen on there is just uh, amazing. And like I actually binged watched half of it last night just, yeah. just, just because it, it visually it was beautiful. I mean, it was no scripts. But mm-hmm. like it, it was half scripted, but the stuff that happened with the actual uh, YouTubers that were there was completely unscripted. So it's kind of like a, a good balance between the two. Yeah, I just I love that kind yeah. of stuff, and I also think that with Netflix and, and everything what they're doing, it's allowing some of that creativity to come back and originality to come back into the genre. 
where it's gotten lost at some of the big, you know, they're the big budget stuff. They're willing to take more risks. They're willing to let more actors in, and even some seasoned ones that are coming in and saying, hey, this seems like, mm-hmm. you know, there's still money involved in it, obviously, but uh, more fun and more creative. Yeah. So, do you yeah, have, no, go ahead. Do go you ahead. have any um, favorite YouTube channels that you watch? On the regular, or um, subscribe to? I'm not a lot of YouTube channels. I'm mainly a Netflix junkie. Okay. I mean, and my son and I you know, watch Netflix. In fact, he's discovered uh, Star Trek this year. I'm mm-hmm. so proud of him. Which um, one? Uh, well, he watched Enterprise first. Okay. Okay. And okay. then uh, he watched a couple episodes of the original, and now we're in the fourth season of Star Trek: Next Generation, and he is hooked. So that yeah, that's it's. Not it's not hard to hook a, a kid with yeah. TNG. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's on board, and he after this we're doing Deep Space Nine, then we're doing Voyager, then we're doing all the movies, and then yeah, so yeah, on Discovery and so forth. now too. So a- a- after mm-hmm. after that, I mean, honestly, I know I know we kind of well at least Cameron kind of bashed it a little bit, but um, Orville, the Orville, <laughs> I I love it. That's not necessarily a bash. It's I just not, think no, it's no, yeah, it's clearly inspired. Clearly, <laughs> clearly inspired, but I mean, I I'm I'm loving it. I'm actually for me, it's it's canon. For me, it, it, it's yeah. canon with the whole Star Trek thing, just because I mean it's it's just it's just a ship a ship that's a little bit you know their their uh, their crewmates are a little bit more crass. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard Discovery is it's not Trek, it's or it's Abrams Trek. I I like it. Um, like it's it's action and no sci-fi. I could see that, which, uh, which yeah. explains why you know. Robert likes it a lot. Yeah. Well, we're not going to be having any, explosions, any big action. philosophical <laughs> ideas about what is humanity and consciousness and any of that with Discovery, I think. No no great data moments. Probably not, no, mm-hmm. but yeah. it'll be fun yeah. to watch. So um, out of your projects, what are you working on now? Um, I just, I've been doing a bunch of short films lately. I actually just finished one called Pause, which is about um, a family's last uh, five or six minutes at a nuclear holocaust. So it's kind of the North Korea stuff that's kind of opened up. And um, the idea about it is is that you never know when your time's going to come. And uh, you need to cherish every moment that you have. And it's actually been dedicated to my uh, nephew, Bobby Asa, who was in a tragic car accident about six months ago. He was told he was going to be, you know, severely brain damaged, never walk again. Um, now he's talking a little bit. He's up and learning how to walk again and struggle. And and uh, so this film, the director contacted me not knowing that he was related to me. And, wow. And cast me in this. He, he got hold of me and he's like, hey, uh, you're recommended to me. I'd really like to cast as a lead in this. Um, how do you know Bobby Asa? And I said, well, that's, that's my nephew. He's like, no shit. <laughs> really, because I've been following him since the very beginning. Once he had this accident, which happened in his driveway, he was T-boned right. in his driveway. Um, it was 1130 at night. He was backing wow. into his driveway, and someone came up on a residential street doing 50-plus and T-boned him. And um, he had been following this since the very beginning. They started the Facebook page for him. I think there's 27,000 followers on the Facebook page now. And uh, just randomly... He got me involved in the project. Part of the reason why he wrote this was because of, of Bobby mm-hmm. and the story of, uh, you know, cherishing every moment that you have. So it was, that was kind of a cool thing. So that just finished, and uh, I got to see a cut of it, and so did Bobby. And nice. uh, Yeah, so that's, that's a lot of fun. I got a small part in a feature film called Rise of the Prince, which is a, a vampire uh, film that's coming up. Mm. And uh, my, it's a very small part in this one. If they do a sequel, my, uh, my uh, character becomes a major, more of a major part of the second one. Nice. Wh- which 
do you know which version of the vampire lore you're subscribing to? Like, will crosses <laughs> affect them, or is it strictly just like garlic and silver? Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I can okay. reveal those. Uh, you can't things. reveal those deets. I, I need to. I need to as talk as to long, producers first. As long as it's not another Twilight. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Another no one twilight. sparkles. Well, in I, one. I, I, I don't know. I might sparkle. That. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> never know what happens in post. That's true. Well, we got priests too. You know, we're in yeah. the kind of a. The after the apocalypse and they oh, wipe yeah. everybody oh. out mm-hmm. type thing. So it's so all kinds of different looks there. You also uh, done, um, let's see, uh, there was one that you did not too long ago called Meat. Meat, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, creepy um, <laughs> that, to say that, I've, yeah, it's very disturbing. It's uh, basically just me, like a five-minute monologue. I actually won a Best Actor Award. They love me in Africa. Nice. Uh, yeah. nice. So apparently I'm real big in Cameroon. Um, so I got a Best Actor Award there in one of the festivals. And that's actually been, I don't know, 50-plus festivals and won awards all over the world. And um, uh, Jordan Whipple and um, Brandon uh, Scott uh, did that and produced it and wrote it. And they're actually doing some really, really good stuff right now. Um, they've got a horror film that's an interactive horror film that they're getting ready to release um, where the audience uh, through is going to be able to choose which direction. Ooh. You go as you watch it. I see. I like that um, idea. Yeah. It's called. I think it's called Help Falls. Um, hmm. So there's a lot of Facebook stuff, but you know, I'll have to give you guys a link to it. But really, yeah. really c- creative individuals. It's fantastic. But That's yeah. Sweet. <laughs> and what was the other thing I was thinking? Um, <sighs> I was in a really bad sci-fi once called a Star Quest. Yeah. Star Quest. Actually, Star I Quest. do think I remember reading something yeah, that, about it. Oh, yeah. It, it was really bad. I got voted uh, best drinking film at a, <laughs> at a, at a university in Colorado. Um, so that's, that's, that's no small honor. <laughs> yeah. So it's got that going for it. Did you, did, did you learn the, how the, the rules worked for it? I, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Like what, what had to happen in the movie to cause people <laughs> to drink? <laughs> It could be a lots of things. Oh yeah, How? <laughs> that's no. probably why it works so well. <laughs> Actually, the captain in Voyage Trekkers plays the captain in um, in the Star Quest, the oh, Odyssey. Wow. Oh really? Um, oh right on. <laughs> we begged the writer of of, uh, of of Star Quest to let us do it as as a comedy because it really would have worked well, um, but no. So we had to do it straight. We produced it and did the whole thing. And oh. we made the the bridge is made out of uh, an old Dillard's that went under. And uh, so we went in there and bought up like uh, jewelry, you know, cabinets. Ca- jewelry cabinets <laughs> and stuff and made the whole bridge is made out of like an, a, a Dillard's basically. Oh, no. Um, I'm, the, I'm going to have to look this up now. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fascinating. That's scary. It, it's, it's quite scary. <laughs> All right. So did you have another? Not yet. All right, so um, local film industry. Yes, Um, Arizona's been trying hard to get the Hollywood back here, Mm -hmm. Um, and recently we've um, acquired a relatively named individual running our uh, our local industry, Um, and I'm going to get its first name messed up because I keep thinking John or. Earl Jones. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know who you're talking about, yeah. And, and of course, he's the brother to James. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm hoping that they can, you know, get some fleet, you know, under them and start to push so we can get Arizona coming back to being a good film industry. What do you see? What do you think? 
I, I think it's going to be difficult without us getting some kind of tax incentives again. Yeah. Um, that's why it went away in the first place. Yeah. I think if, I mean, back when we had them, they would rather go to Arizona than, than all the way to New Mexico. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we've got, our locations here are amazing. Yeah, they're historic. We, um, we used to be a major film hub. Mm-hmm. We were. We really need that tax credit back. Yeah, and so I think without that, it'll be difficult. We'll have We'll have ones that come in and do a little bit here and there. Um, but I don't think we're going to see it like we, like you did, you know, uh, back what, in the old ten, days, ten, ten right. years ago, um, when you had a lot of stuff coming through here, and that's when I was able to because I was too stubborn to go to LA, so I wanted to do it here, and um, you know, we had plenty to work. There were there are a lot of um, there are definitely a lot of uh, actors that were here that would have loved to stay here and ended mm-hmm. up having to go in over to LA to to, to find work in their industry and it, and it kind of sucks because uh, we have other talents here we have studios here we have everything we need uh, it's just don't uh, we don't have them coming in because there is no tax incentives now I've heard that they're trying other means but it's the tax incentives that's going to bring them yeah so. and they're trying other things and there and there's some people that are wor- really working hard on it but it, it's a it's a tough pull right now yeah definitely so but where's like a good place for um People who love film and cinema and movies and all of that, where's like a, a good hangout spot? I know I always have a problem meeting everyone, meeting other people who are like really into it, like as much as. Yeah. I am. Um, well, if you're talking about like actors or directors or um, writers, just kind of whole. All the above. All the above. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's well, a bar. <laughs> like good well, places to network. I never, I always have to. The IFP does a lot of stuff that those are probably a good good way to start. Obviously, the Phoenix Film Festival, um, Comic-Con actually has turned into, uh, you know, one where you can meet a lot of film people there that are local. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Film Bar in uh, downtown Phoenix does a lot of... Uh, I love going to Film Bar. Does a <laughs> lot of local things here. And so, you know, finding those types of things, I mean, th- those are probably the biggest things. There's really no one hub where, you know, like one local bar or something where you see a lot of them you know, hang out, unfortunately, because it's such a you know, large valley. Yeah. You know, everybody's yeah. all over the place. But God, yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's those those bigger events where you, you go and hang out at those places. You're going to meet a lot of them. Yeah. It's an interesting thought now. I think about it now. Maybe Comic-Con should put together our, uh, a film festival night where everyone gets together in one big ball and chill. Open bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key to it. You do yeah. open bar, there'll be a lot of actors and directors <laughs> showing up. Um. <laughs> I do one on the tab. <laughs> uh. but, uh, yeah, good fun stuff. <laughs> well, spe- speaking of Comic Con, I mean, have you uh, have you been in the in the local con scene? I have. Uh, it's been a few years, but as a, I was a part of a couple of projects uh, years ago. Uh, Western X was one of them. Mentecosa was one of them. Uh, StarQuest was also in there at some point in time, but I did a bunch of panels, and um, we actually got actually got into the San Diego Comic Con with Mentecosa, um, mm-hmm. and then that never ended up finishing. Um, <laughs> that sucks. There's a lot of creative <laughs> differences in there, and and uh, just some things that ended up happening. It was a really it was a steampunk, um, mm-hmm. you know, fantasy uh, type thing. It's a great concept and stuff, but yeah. All right, you since. You actually just sold a house to a guy that, because uh, that's what I, I do real estate full time. That's what supports my acting habit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I actually just sold a house to a guy who Facebooked me and said, oh my gosh, 
I, I didn't know you're a realtor. I've got, I need to buy a couple houses. I've got some investment. His wife was an extra in a film I did like seven or eight years ago. I actually met him at a Comic-Con, signed some autographs for him, and he's followed me on Facebook ever since. And oh, wow. I just, I just sold him a house. Creepy. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah, you, you never yeah, know who you meet. You don't. I was, I was up on uh, um, South Mountain. And walking, watching the sunrise, and all of a sudden this guy on a bike, and, you know, you know, nice spandex suit and everything rolls up, and he goes, "Oh my God, you're you're um, no, I got this. Uh, you're Aaron uh, Ginsforsberg, right?" And I just looked at him like, "No, yes, possibly. <laughs> I don't. Who are you? And I'm out in the middle of nowhere, and you're, uh, you know, riding a bike in spandex and." It was another well, Comic-Con dude. At, le- at least you'd be able to see if he was packing anything. Oh, no. I'm sure I, it felt I, like... I could see what he was packing, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure it felt like he was wearing nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing all right. at all. Since you did bring it up. Packing no, or no, spandex? Nope, not that either. Okay. The other one, um, Western X. Uh-huh. I prefer, I love your Western characters. Yeah. And I loved your character in that. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I would like to see uh, more of. We need to get you into more Western stuff. I love I love Westerns. Some of my favorite roles have been Westerns. I did a Clint Eastwood-type short that actually turned out really, really good. And um, I actually don't remember the name of that one, but that was a lot of fun to film. We did uh, one Old Mescal is where we shot down in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Western X was actually a lot of fun. I keep hoping that someday that will get... Uh, Finished you can or, keep hoping. Um, you I can know, keep hoping. I'm serious. I mean, when it takes four years to get what eleven episodes. <laughs> uh, yes, um, but that was a lot of fun. That and that Western genre is just—it's just, it's just oh, a yeah. lot of fun to. to you know, I was hoping that horses. project was going to go further too. So. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it did a. Uh, it was a um, kind of a roadhouse called Blood Moon Rising back in the day. Um, it was a Brian Skiba movie. It was a had. Uh, it was um, vampires and um, Western and it, it time travel into the future in the 60s and all this kind of stuff. And that was a lot of fun. I got to ride a horse and fire stuff. Although I found <laughs> out that the when they delivered the horse to me, I was really excited until I found out the horse hadn't been ridden in a few years. And I was riding it at <laughs> night through lights while firing guns. Oh, no. Oh, Not yeah. exactly <laughs> the best way to start riding a horse. Yeah, no. But they startle easy, and, I, and I'm presuming after uh, a long gap between them doing anything, that, that it wouldn't take much to get them to go off in another direction. Exactly. <laughs> Shooting <laughs> off. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we've got to, gotta, of course, play some commercials. Yes. And uh, we will be right back, and we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more with, uh, with Aaron. Thanks. Sweet. Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience with clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and the National Geographic Television. She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, www.cleverartstudio.com. You're listening to Star Worldwide Networks, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, Welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Star Worldwide Networks offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. 
Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, Star Worldwide Networks can make it happen. Star Worldwide Networks, where you are the star. For more information, just visit us at StarWorldWideNetworks.com. All right, we are back, and we're still here with Aaron Ginn Forsberg. Did I do that right? He did it right. Perfect. Wow. Well done, right, well done. Good. I'm a quick learner with that. He wins the prize. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I know uh, Cameron, you said you had another couple, couple yeah, more questions. Yeah, I was going to ask, what are your, uh, usually a lot of, I get the question a lot, uh, what's your favorite film? And it's always too hard for me to mar- narrow it down to one. So what are your, what's your top five favorite films? Ooh. Top five favorite films. Oh, man. Um, I, I could probably, jeez. <laughs> um, it was a tough question. <laughs> I know. Way to way to spring that one on me. I'm a huge. Well, I probably more like I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I'm a huge mm-hmm. Star Wars fan. I love all the Indian Jones type stuff. That's all of them right there. Um, I think <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just I I, I love ha- movies that you have fun in, um, uh, that you can just go in and just relax and kind of forget everything that's that's going on um, mm-hmm. a- around you. At the same time, I like the ones that, that really make you think, whether it's a Schindler's List type uh, film, if it's um, something where you come out of it and just kind of go, what, man, I don't know. You were challenged. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and, and so I don't know that I have, I'd have to get, I have to get my list out and go, okay, yeah, this one. You know, I still have my DVDs and stuff, you know, sitting there every once in a while. I'm a huge Matrix fan. Just, okay, right I on. just re-watched all of those. How did you think it stood up? then versus now because I've done that with a couple of films that were big when I was a teenager mm-hmm. so like your Lord of the Rings your Matrix and some of them oh God, stand, the they, they stand the test of time yeah. and some don't quite hold up and I was wondering if you if your perspective on it had changed from when you first watched it I think the first Matrix really stands up against the test of time for me I would uh, agree with that I, uh, more than the other ones Absolutely, um, yeah. because I think they got two effects laden in there um, and so some of those effects don't quite now, if they did them today, I think they would be a lot smoother. Whether it's you know the one million Mr. Smiths that coming after you, or oh yeah, in two thousand three that looked amazing. <laughs> yeah, it looked amazing. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, look in at 2017, this. Two thousand seventeen, it's like whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just an acid trip now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Here's your popcorn. Take this too. That's right. <laughs> um, I think the first Matrix definitely stands up the test. Uh, that um, I think the Indian Jones movies all do. Uh, if you, I think if you look back to some of the the old Star Trek movies, they do not stand up against um, the majority of them. Yeah, like Wrath of Khan and all that. I think Wrath of Khan does, but I think it, I, I can't tell if that's just me being nostalgic with Wrath of Khan. I it's really not. like it. It's okay, it's not. Okay, no, I, I trust, trust you. You're, it's not. Okay. You're good. There's a lot of cheesiness <laughs> when you get back to the older ones. There, there's I, a, there's a reason why so many like. Trek fans would say, or I've heard the comparison made, that Wrath of Khan is the empire of the series. Like, the Empire Strikes yeah. Back of the series. It, so yeah, like I would say it's tight, and, yeah. And, and yeah. Our Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars. I don't care what anyone else says. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, really yeah, so they're, they're good. <laughs> no, it was, the, it was the Christmas special. Oh, no. Oh, yes. You, I've, the, I've the, actually the Ewok, just recently found yes. special. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, absolutely yeah. my favorite. Well, well, speaking of Star Wars, I mean, we got Last Jedi coming out here mm-hmm. in about a month. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what are your thoughts on that? I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see what they do with it. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I mean, I, I'm, it's, good, it's good to see it kind of coming back to where I'm enjoying it more than, mm-hmm. than uh, a couple of those ones in the middle. Yeah. So... I, I I have this big theory that I've been ser- I've been seeing and I can I, I can kind of attest to it and I'm like I, I don't want to see this happen but I kind of do 
So there's this theory that in the back of every major poster looms the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking they screwed that. In, in, in this current one, the current poster for Last Jedi, Luke Skywalker is the looming entity in the background. Yeah. So I baiting you so hard. I know. They've got you they've got you all hooked. Hard pass. I know. But we'll just have to wait and see. That'll be that'll be good. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's been tough. I've been trying really hard to avoid a lot of the media around it. Like I watched the 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 final trailer where Luke was talking more this time Mm -hmm. and there was the porg. The porg. Uh, (laughs) uh, I want one. It's a jar jar. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, what about uh, the what about the Han Solo movie? No, uh, oh, oof. I, what do you think? What do you think? What are your thoughts? I don't know. I'm. It's really got a lot of problems. Have you been? Have you heard any anything about it? No, I just. So they have reshot like a significant portion of the movie. They fired the directors after they had shot like ninety five percent of it. They've had to hire an acting coach for both of the leads. Not usually a good sign. Yeah, like there's a, been a lot of drama behind the scenes and they've got Ron Howard in trying to clean it up. And initially one of the comparisons I had read about saying is that it's it's Han Solo if and it's in Star Wars as if it was like Dumb and Dumber. Oh. And I was like, that is not Okay. Not what I Ooh. the direction I would like to see. Like, I, I do not want to see a slapstick comedy with Han Solo. No, no. I, I was mean, thinking I'm, I'm it was going to be more Indiana Jones type n- slash uh, or Twenty One. Uh, maybe not. I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be more like Twenty One Jump Street. I mean, I'm still going to go watch it. I'm still going to. Uh, I'm still going to pay the money to go watch it just because I love Star Wars and Han Solo is one of my favorite characters. I'm gonna see it just to see what they do with it. Yeah. And if if I if I hate it, I'll never watch it again. There's, I'll there's never so many things it. they're gonna do, and I don't think they're gonna be able to help themselves to not do them. Yeah. Like there's gonna be so many like, hey, remember this? It's gonna be like Rogue One, where it was just a big nostalgia fest. Yeah. No, I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's. It, I don't know. It's Sorry, not, I brought it's not this up. I, did, I, I know this is a. I hit, some, I hit some tender we're, spots. We're, we're nerds, and that's why we, that's the, what we discuss. Yeah, that's it's going to have lasers. It's going to have explosions. Lasers and explosions. <laughs> I'm, I'm in, right? It's going to go boom. <laughs> not in the box office. Nah, maybe not, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what nah, happens. It, it's Star Wars. There'll be, there'll be something behind it at least. At Disney. Yeah. 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 Well, there was something else that I was thinking about that when it came to Disney, too. <laughs> ah, you you and your brain escapes. <laughs> Farts. <laughs> it's a brain fart, actually. <laughs> can still smell it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So it, what kind of projects you got coming up? Uh well I have the uh the Rise of the Prince, that one's coming up. I actually just got contacted last week about the lead playing the lead in a feature film um that would shoot next year, so I'm still trying to See about that one. They've uh, sweetened the deal by maybe offering my son a role in that. He's eight years old. He's really wanting to get in the acting and and things. He's just started doing some modeling. And uh, so they're going to do a screen test with him and see what what happens with him. Nice. He's sitting over there looking at me now like, what? Wait, what am I involved in now? Stop talking about me. (laughs) That's probably, yeah, it's bad. Dad, you're embarrassing me. That's about it. So So, next next time we do a podcast, we'll bring you both in. Yeah, get Rain on here. Yeah. He's yeah. got stuff to say. He does. You know. Nice. Was the the costume from your uh, uh, Halloween the the Harry Potter was that inspired from? Uh, 
Yeah, the Harry <laughs> or the Potter. Or the bull for you guys can, you know. Yeah, no, he 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 was a little Harry Potter for, uh, and then I was the big, tall Harry Potter uh, <laughs> next to him, so that was fun. I thought you might be talking about the other costume where I was Prince Charming in the white tights. I saw that one, too. Yeah. I just so didn't, I wasn't 100% cool. sure where that one was going, yeah. so I was like, I'll stick with the Harry I, Potter I, one. I wished I'd found out before, <laughs> you know, the movie, or before I went, that the tights were slightly see-through. <laughs> Uh, hence the <laughs> large pouch that's hanging in the front. <laughs> okay, great. I didn't need yeah, okay, yeah, that. Okay, visuals. <laughs> <No>. Delete Instagram. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, so um, I pr- pretty much just I, I just want to go ahead and ask you for uh, for your your uh, social media sites. I mean, I know people want to <laughs> pe- people might want to follow. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. Right? My my, my happen, brain happen, is on happen. white tights for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> white great. tights. And it can't get it out. <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> but, uh, I'll send you the pictures. No. 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 <laughs> uh, if anybody does want to find you and find that picture, uh, <laughs> what, where... <laughs> Where's your uh, your social medias? Uh, social media is uh, on Instagram, where that picture can be found. Um, <laughs> it would be AGF Now, which is also my website. So it's just AGF, Aaron Forsberg Now, uh, dot com, um, or the AGF Now Facebook, AGF Now Instagram. I think Twitter. it's also my Twitter yep. <laughs> as well. Um, Although I'm not quite sure how to access my Twitter, I'm just glad that Instagram can post to everything. Uh, yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> there, there's a little feature that says "forgot password." <laughs> Is that what that? I've yeah. If if you hit it, sometimes it works. <laughs> sometimes it breaks your whole system. Um, uh, and that's what I'm frightened of, really. Yeah, yeah, I've just, yeah. I'm afraid. You're not filling just with a lot of confidence, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm gonna. Well, we'll go ahead and do that. I've, 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 it is I've instant. We are Twitter talking about because of that. So <laughs> yeah, we are talking Twitter. So I mean, uh, Twitter's good for links and Trump, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and yes, and Donald Trump. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get into that subject. No. 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 no, no, no. We won't be doing it. We don't that. like political. Remember. <laughs> 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 All right. So um, and so, y- do you have? <laughs> oh, shit. Now, now, now it's you. It's your fault. Well, fine, <laughs> I got it. Hey, what's been your most challenging role? There we go. <laughs> My most challenging role, um, I actually played Ed Kemper, in, uh, who is a, the serial killer, the uh, co-ed serial, serial killer uh, in the 70s, oh. and that was probably one of the most challenging roles I did. I wasn't too happy with how it turned out in the end, um, but it was just challenging to, to put that skin on for a while, and he was a really sick individual. I mean, this is a guy who decapitated his mother's head and then skull it, yeah you know um and so that was just a really dark one to jump into but was was there anything about his serial killer profile that set him apart from the others because like i find serial killers fascinating and i know uh. that there's a a, a <laughs> subsect of people who do as well like mm-hmm. a friend of mine has a great bathroom book and it's called uh, the encyclopedia of serial killers <laughs> wow. i was like wow this is fantastic <laughs> that's, that's, that's the kind awesome. of bathroom you go in in and out fast um, uh <laughs> Was How thorough he was and just thoughtful about everything it was just really just, I mean, there was, it was everything was laid out and planned. And it's actually a new Netflix series called Mind Hunter, which um, is very, very good. There's well, that's been recommended to on me. On there, and uh, they so. interview him. It's about the, the beginning of the, you know, being a profile stuff in the FBI, and they go and interview serial killers. And Ed Kemper is one of the ones they interview. And, and oh, wow, no, really definitely going to um, check Fascinating you know, interview and watching how this actor portrayed him, but he was a huge guy. I think he was like six eight. Oh wow! Uh, just a really, really big guy. And you know everybody liked him. Do you know the story <laughs> of how he got caught? Uh, he turned himself in. Oh wow! Yeah, no, he um, <laughs> no, he turned himself in because nobody nobody could catch him, 
and he wanted to be caught. He was like, all right, all right, I'm done. I'm here. <laughs> just, just, just take like, me. It was me. It was me. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, but that was, that was challenging. Um, I did a, a, a film called Seven Hours in Heaven uh, a few years back, which was a, uh, a dramatic, I had some comic stuff in there, but about uh, just a relationship drama piece. And so that was, that was challenging trying to, you know, wrap your head around all of that. Like what, what made it difficult? Um, if you're comfortable going into that detail. Oh, just the emotional flow, because it was about a, a man who's um, in a relationship for a long time, and then he ultimately he realizes that this is not what's bringing him any kind of, of happiness, and he does find somebody who brings him happiness who happens to be married to a good friend of theirs. Okay. Um, and, uh, and so just the, the dynamics behind all of that and how that you know, works and, and goes. So um, that was a lot. we filmed all that up in Flagstaff, feature film. Filmed it up in Flagstaff in seven days. Wow, oh, wow. that's very yeah. good. So I, I, so being being a little bit in the in the acting world and whatnot, a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, a li- little little lot of it. Um, so uh, just just actor to actor. Yeah. Do you do you have some of the voices that pop up every once in a while of the character in your head? That's like, how would this uh, how would this character deal with this situation? How would this person deal with it? Y- you mean my, the characters I've played? Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while, Ed Kemper comes up in my head, how would he deal with this? No. Um, uh, yeah, every once in a while, I find myself in situations. Yeah, methodically. <laughs> um, every, every once in a while, I do find myself in situations where you just you kind of replay those things. Uh, the meat character is probably one of the most memorable ones that I've done just for me personally because it's just such an an odd I didn't want the role mm-hmm. um, I, I hate monologues I'm not that great at memorizing <laughs> and this was just five minutes of, of me and um, I was told I needed to audition for this this up and kind of director he's really good and I put it off put it off put it off and finally it's like okay screw it I'm, I'll just do it because they wanted me to and, and it was the weirdest audition I just kind of looked at the script which was amazing and just read it the way I felt it and it came out whack I mean, yeah. it was just weird. The breathing was weird. Everything, and that's a character that keeps coming up and just you know certain moods I'll get in. <laughs> so, you're not sure if this guy's eating his children at the end of this thing or if it's uh, you know, it's a it's a statement on um, basically uh, you know the American dream mm-hmm. and what that really is and how how happy are we all if we get everything that's supposed to be that. So I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah. You also did a uh, well. I, I keep calling it a cut type a period type, but it was a uh, was it thirties forties blackout. Blackout, yes. Um, that was a film noir um, where I played a detective in that, and that was um, a lot of fun. They did that all black and white. There's no way they could have gone back and done it color. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, they couldn't have done that. And they did a really good job of um, you know just setting that scene, the costumes, the act, everything is done as if it was back, the acting was done as if it was back in the 1930s. Right, and that's um, what, where I was kind of going yeah. with that because, uh, you know, y- you get used to doing, you know, like uh, this kind of time period where I would be too afraid that I would let something slip and I'd be like saying this and then refer to Twitter or Instagram <laughs> or something along <laughs> that lines where you know, you know, didn't exist back then. Internet didn't exist back yeah. then. Doug Monts, who, who wrote and directed it, um, did a great job of really making sure that, that we acted the way they would have back then. So it's it's, it's almost emotionally stilted. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's lots of, uh, and, uh, you know, dramatic moments that come to a, you know, dun, 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 and you're standing there and you pause, and then you go. 
and uh, and so that was that was a lot of fun to do. I got really sick on that because they had me smoking cigarettes at one point in time. Oh and, yeah. And, and uh, I hadn't been smoking cigarettes at that uh, point in time, and so I don't know how many I smoked through, and all of a sudden I turned green, and everybody went, you okay? I was like, no, I'm fine, and I just fell over. <laughs> I think I threw up around the corner and came back. <laughs> and that's what I made a comment uh, on the, on social networking a couple of days ago when I was watching the uh, the Stranger Stranger Things. I'm like going, damn, people smoked a lot back then. <laughs> it's like everybody, that is, everyone is. had a sugar in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. like, to me, in Stranger Things, it's not even really that much. Like, not as much as it was in Mad Men. Yeah, and, well, uh, yeah, Mad Men was <laughs> just well, that's a, around. Oh, that's in the, the period, too. And in Western X, it was that way. I was always constantly had a cigarillo in my, in my mouth, and I don't know how many of those things I smoked down. <laughs> and, and, of course, you have to keep them at the same length yeah. in the scene, you know. Did, did you smoke regularly in non-acting, as a non-actor? Uh, no. No? No, okay. I, I did not. Because I'm wondering how someone who has quit smoking, if, like, they had to smoke in a role, like, how, that, how they would deal. You just deal. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Somebody just sneezed downstairs. Yeah, yes. I know. That was an echo. It's like one of mine. <laughs> All right. Um. So uh, we covered uh, what projects you got coming mm-hmm. up, and, and I'm definitely interested in your vampire idea, uh, that vampire one. Um, what was it again, The Rise? It's called The Rise of the Prince. Rise um, of the Prince. Jose Rosetta is in there. He's a local actor that's done fairly well for himself out in L.A., um, so he started out here and then moved out there, I think, God, that's seven, eight years ago now, and he's been doing more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, he just, oh, shoot, I can't remember, but he just got a part that they just revealed that's really nice for him. So Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Uh, and is there a timeline? What what kind of what time period was that? Uh, I'm I, you know I'm not I'm not actually sure. I think it's present day, just judging from the costumes day? and stuff that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when do you think it might be coming out? So we have some time to look forward. to. Yeah, we mm-hmm. we're uh, my parts are shooting at the end of November, um, and I think they're pretty well done with it from what I've understood and talking to the director and producers and stuff. So I would think they're shooting for sometime next year for it to come out. I'm you know once it, once you're done filming, you know the post project it's is hard to it's yeah. hard to yeah. never know yeah I never what, know what was it uh i think they just finished uh aquaman it's in the can now and then they turn around going it'll it won't be out for another year i'm like shit mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in the can oh come yeah. on yeah <laughs> that takes too long so <laughs> they, have to, they have to see if they even want to release it yeah they know they're going to release it's going to go straight to dvd or to netflix or well, something well it all depends on how justice league does there you go which i saw an interesting headline today saying that Danny, they're bringing back the Danny Elfman theme for the Justice League movie, and that smells like desperation to me. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, they kind of did the same thing with Power Rangers too. You know, did they need to bring back Danny Elfman's theme in The Dark Knight? I don't know. No, they, no, <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't. The answer is no, no, they, no didn't. they didn't. So the the movie needs can, needs to stand on its own, and yeah. if it's needing that yeah. callback, then that's problematic. Right. All right, well, um, I, we're, we're getting kind of close to the end here. <laughs> so. we, can, we can hear the antsiness in the room. <laughs> yeah. My son's starting to do jumping jacks over in the corner, going, what the hell, Dad? <laughs> Jum- jumping jacks, jumping from one seat to the other. Yeah, doing He's the spin move. We'll get him on next time. Just and, did know, like three flips you. in the corner. Right. I, I think if we put him on an exercise bike that's attached to our computer equipment, he could power the whole podcast Probably. throughout the whole thing. <laughs> 
That would You've got some energy. I remember those years. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Aaron, thank you again for joining us. And uh, I know we're, we're all looking forward to seeing what uh, what you got coming up. And yeah, we'll send us some yeah. links. Yeah, I'll Definitely. send you guys some links, and I appreciate it. Uh, you know, being on here and getting to meet some of you guys. Robert, yeah. it's nice to see that you're learning my name. That's good. I'm going to live that down now. <laughs> just, 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 get it, just get it tattooed across your forehead. I, we're friends on Facebook, right, Robert? You know. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Not anymore. Oh, no. Ow, damn it. <laughs> I'll friend you again. Don't worry about it. It's good. Awesome. That means he's got a friend space. Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, well like, like I said, thank you again. Uh, yep. Hopefully, we'll, we'll be talking to you again yeah. soon. And uh, if, uh, if you end up at any of the Comic-Cons, we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you there, um, there too. You know? Definitely come by and, and give you guys a look. And if I can shamelessly promote my real estate company. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Um, if anybody in the Phoenix area is looking for a, a full, you know, professional realtor, and I've got, uh, I help run BTG Real Estate here locally in Tempe. And uh, we have a very good professional process, and we'd love to represent any and all of you guys if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest. So that'd be fantastic. I hear they're very good. Thinking they're good yeah. to find places. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah you, you should know, Robert. I, I had a, I you had know, a, it's almost a year. Has it been almost a year? Um, in, Mar- in March, we moved in um, right before Western uh, Wild Wild WestCon. Yeah, oh, okay. uh, last year in March. Yep. Um, and we've uh, been yeah. selling a lot of houses to actors and directors here locally, so that's been nice. That's <laughs> good. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. And all that. <laughs> all right. Well, with uh, with that being said, uh, we do have a couple of uh, cons coming up that we're keeping an eye on. Of course, uh, Tucson Comic Con. We're not going to be able to go, but that is uh, this weekend. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm still I'm still trying to get down there, but it doesn't look like it this this time. I know. Um, I'm not. But then again, uh, two weeks from now, we got uh, Fan Fest, Phoenix Fan Fest, yes. right out here. And definitely we will be showing a presence there. Yes, yes, we will definitely be there. Uh, and then coming up in January, we have the uh, the new Ace Universe, com- or Ace Comic Con. Ace Comic Con, oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, who just announced, I guess, uh, Stan, Lee. Stan Lee is Ooh. going to be in the joining them. there. Nice. If you have, and if you haven't heard about it, it basically um, Ace is uh, very well themed. So it's like every uh, everyone is like the, the one they have in uh, Long Beach just got uh, the Justice League. The one they're having here is is Marvel. Oh, so nice. Basically, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of cool. Oh, my son will want to do that. We went and saw the Marvel Universe live when they came through, and I wanted to see that. How was it? I loved it. I mean, Rain loved it. It was yeah. it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. It's very Ace is very pricey. Yeah. Very crazy. <laughs> so I need to sell some more homes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can turn around going. I I need to go to Ace, so I got to sell one, let's two, see, three, see, four see. houses. Yeah. <laughs> you should be able to do then. But uh, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that, uh, especially when the time gets closer. And then of course we have our Flagstaff one. Flagstaff. We have Kikori Con. Kikori Con. Nice. Yes. Yes. We're looking. I'm definitely looking forward to that. I yeah. That. Getting out of town would be nice. When is that one? <laughs> March. Also. March. Yep. Smarch. That is in March. Yep. Smarch. Smarch. Lousy smarch weather. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. But yeah, I guess that's it. So, for uh, now. so uh, I guess from all of us here at uh, at Conair Radio, we will see you at, at the con. Simply <laughs> 
Hey everybody, Ed Vanderly here, the host of 1980-something. Do you love the 80s? Did you live through the 80s? Do you miss the 80s? Every week we celebrate the decade of decadence right here on Star Worldwide Network with 1980-something. We take you back in time. We talk about music, movies, TV, fashion, the games, whatever comes to mind. So join me here each week on 1980-something on Star Worldwide Networks. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. 